welcome to For the Life of Me podcast, where I share musings and perspectives on how we really truly live a life divine. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm Julie Pyatt, your host. So greetings, beloved podcast tribe, all you beautiful beings tuning in from all over planet Earth. I welcome you. This morning, it's an extremely windy morning in Malibu, California. Um, Very, very apropos to the end of October with the Day of the Dead approaching um, the end of the month. Um, The winds are very strong here, strong enough to blow uh, many things off in a way. This is typical of the mountains in Malibu. Um, And usually the wind makes me feel quite um, unsettled, being a vata dosha type in Ayurveda, and already windy in nature. um, This can make me feel very sort of not grounded, but surprisingly, I feel pretty good. This morning, I was in meditation and really was inspired uh, to speak about uh, the power of not knowing the power of being in the unknowing, um, spontaneously aligned to your essence and that which is indescribable. Um, But before I get into this subject in deeper ways, um, I did want to just speak to you about my beloved plant-based collection of artisanal not cheeses. It's called Shrimu Do Life. And it's a collection of the next evolution of cheese made with pure ingredients. Shrimu is devotional offerings for life. Impact food, which blesses and uplifts your physical body, our children, our animals, and our beloved planet. So if you're interested to see what I've been creating in the artisanal, cheesy, creamy, tangy, full-bodied, absolutely delicious, not cheese category. Go to shrimu.com. That's S-R-I-M-U.com. We are delivering during COVID directly to your home. We ship all over the U.S. Sorry, my beloved international tribe. I'm really working on uh, expanding, but it will be a few more months. So anyway, I hope to see you at Shrimu uh, in our collective tribe, our extended family. And for those of you who are not in our shipping area, remember that I wrote a book. It's been called The Tome, The Living Tome on Plant-Based Cheese. It's called This Cheese is Nuts. And you can purchase that off of my website, juliepyatt.com, and wherever books are sold. Um, I believe it also has a German translation, just to give you guys a heads up. So anyway, thank you uh, for being a part of uh, making shifts in your lifestyle and choosing more plants on your plate, making impacts that are life-affirming for ourselves, our bodies, our animals, and our beloved planet. So the beauty of not knowing, the power of not knowing, uh, you know, in spiritual practice, it's well-known truth that uh, the more you you uncover, the more you realize, the more you don't know. That's That's the sign of a seasoned, mature, deeply feeling connected human being who's connected to their divinity. It's that you really don't know. 
Um, and in my awareness, I have often felt into the vibration of beliefs. And because we're coming up on this very powerful U.S. election, the tensions are beyond high. The entire planet is in a complete transformational experience, uh, much of which is extremely painful. We are saying so long and farewell to many of our beloved human family, and we are unable to be near them and close to them because of the nature of uh, COVID and uh, just the experience that's happening on planet Earth. And so during this time, the mind and intellect wants to find um, security in absolutes. And so the ego or identity will look for things that it can cling to that will give it certainty. And the truth of life is that we really don't have certainty. And even if you've been an amazing um, human member of society and you followed all of the systems, you will find uh, that there is no security at the end. Um, When you drop your body and when you choose to exit out of this body form into the next life, you will not take your bank account with you or your amazing financial planning portfolio. You won't be given points and stars for having done such a great job with that. What you take with you is your evolution. And the evolution that we are all here to experience is to remind ourselves to love more, to remind ourselves that we are in fact love And when you look around on the planet um, in our structures and systems, you see um, the opposite of this um, being played out in all corners of the world. It happens in war. It happens in the great wars. It happens in the wars inside of us. And um, I would say that this realm provides a a great fertile uh, soil for us to become who we truly are. And so... As we go through this time, uh, it could be a really expansive experience to watch ourselves and the way that the beliefs set up within our physical being. You can feel them as a vibration. They will set up a wall or a hardness, uh, actually a block in the flow of energy. If you say, you know, I believe in X, you know, I believe in veganism. Let's pick that one since I'm a plant-based advocate. So I believe anything you believe in, when you, the second you said, I believe in X, you've created a block in the flow of spontaneous energy. There's a very wise saying from master to teacher in Tantra. And I'm talking about Tantra as a lineage of Vedic or yogic Um, knowledge, supreme knowledge, not in a sexual way. Sexuality is part of Tantra because sexuality is part of what it means to be a human being. But somehow in our Western culture, Tantra to everybody means sex. So I'm not talking about Tantra excluded from the totality of this lineage. But in Tantra, the student asks the master, you know, master, is meat holy or is meat, is eating meat or consuming animals, is that in the highest divine alignment or is that, is that the way, is that within the way? And the answer is always for whom and when. We cannot make absolute rules about a living force that is moving, changing, morphing. And the whole um, core of 
yogic practice is that we do these practices, these asanas, these breathing uh, practices and meditations and self-inquiry and eat a sattvic diet, which is a calming diet that doesn't get the body or the mind overactive. And we do that in order to be present to what is. And so the same way a cat might be sitting in full awareness and if a bird comes across the cat's path, it may jump on that prey and eat that prey in that moment spontaneously. But the cat is not um, carrying beliefs around inside of it and making a complete narrative on how birds are bad and they deserve to be killed and that's what we're you know that's what it's going to do. It's an it's a spontaneous natural occurrence of being aligned with who you are. It's it's a very expansive practice to really look inside of ourselves and look at what beliefs we're holding into uh, onto. Like what beliefs um, did we acquire when we took a human body? One of that could be within your psyche sort of, uh, this feeling that you are superior to animals, so you have the right to take that animal. All these lower vibrating um, beliefs and sort of structures of of truth that are woven into the fabric of society. Um, If whoever made us all, the creator, wanted us to have a consensus or to have a rule book of beliefs, we would have been made the same, and none of us are the same. So how can we make this sort of rules and regulations for how uh, life should be experienced when we have such diversity? And so uh, from a perspective, the celebration of diversity is the key to embodying more love for yourself, okay, first of all, because um, you can take something as simple as orange juice. Let's take orange juice. You might say to somebody, I love orange juice. Orange juice is very good for my body in the morning. And a human who doesn't enjoy orange juice, or let's say orange juice upsets their stomach, uh, when they, upon hearing that statement from you, uh, they will instantly want to rebel against it, right? So then there will be all of this resistance and constriction that comes up, and then they will say, "Well, well, orange juice makes me sick. So I just want you to know that. And again, the problem is because somewhere in the human experience, uh, we thought that other people had to believe as we believe in order for them to be valid, respected, worthy of love, worthy of shelter, food, clothing, love. And so this has been the, uh, the source of much violence that has been created Uh, in this realm. And so when we find ourselves willing to let go of everything that we thought we knew and commit ourselves to a practice of being present in the moment, we can relax and understand that life is diverse and that it is the diversity of life that makes life rich. And that by releasing this holding to these beliefs Um, these walls that you've placed around your identity, or maybe you've built your identity upon them. Once we release that and we realize it's okay, it's okay to be spontaneously free. 
It's okay to trust yourself that you will know what is the right action in the moment. So in Tantra or yogi lineage, there are no morals that are needed because when one is in right alignment, one will always make the right move, the move that is in right alignment. And life is so diverse, you can't say what that move is. So naturally, when one feels um, seen and respected and held as being no better or no worse than any other life form, yet valid, yet respected, uh, one will make choices or act in ways that reflect the divinity of what it means to be a divine human being. And by releasing your attachment to beliefs, you are in fact opening up energy to move throughout your body. Like really meditate on that and look and see where your beliefs have created a block or a holding inside of the energy that is wanting to move freely throughout your physical system, your organs, your nervous system, um, and then your light body, the, the unseen parts of what it means to be a human being. So as we align to what is true for us in our heart, and I'm talking about the things that you loved as a six-year-old child, um, the things that bring you the emotional experiences that you want to have in your life, like love, laughter, beauty, creativity, meaning, connection, joy, expansion, even sadness and loss also are valid. All of those experiences that you want to experience in your life um, should be able to move freely through your body and not be constricted by a mental construct or a belief system. So the belief systems really create hardness. And the hardness starts with you first. So if you're wondering how to experience more love for yourself, um, it happens by dropping the judgments about yourself. You don't need to achieve anything to be validated by the sacred life force. The sun is shining on all creation without cessation. Even when we don't see it, it's still shining. It doesn't care what political party you belong to. It doesn't care if you're a vegan or you're a carnivore. It doesn't care if you're Mother Teresa or you're a homeless person. It doesn't care. It is simply the infinite love that is shining for all time, for eternity, limitless, undefinable, boundless. And so could we start right there? Could we just take a breath and just acknowledge and receive the fact that we are loved unconditionally for the fact that we exist at all and that there is nothing that you have ever done that consciousness would not forgive you for. There is nothing. So can we begin in this place of equanimity, this place of presence, of awareness, where we are aligning with the truth of who we are. What is it in your heart? Whatever it is that you love. Maybe it's experimenting. 
maybe it's dogs, maybe it's dancing, singing, whatever it is that you love, if you can find this connection to the emotions it creates inside of your being, a childlike quality and purity of understanding that you are no better and you are no worse than anyone else, even someone else who has a different political opinion. Can you expand into that love that's in your heart? And by learning to love yourself more or being able to sit in the presence of yourself in a loving state, you will spontaneously have a greater capacity to love another. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't uh, take the actions in your life that are in alignment with who you are. It is your right. It is your right to vote. It is your right to care for the things that are meaningful to you. It is your right to express yourself and the way that you feel about things. But can you enter into it in a state of love? Can you train for the love of it? Can you vote for the love of it? For the very fact that you have this right? Can you enter the polling lines with love in your heart and a connection to the mystery that is beyond any political power? Can you trust life? Can you trust that there is a greater hand that is watching and holding all of this transformation that we are going through? And ultimately, can you keep any constriction or violence or hardening out of your body, out of your being, out of your mind. And when you meet another life form, can you ask them and it, tell me more of who you are? Because it doesn't matter if they are of a different political party. They are no more loved or no less loved than you are. So can we meet in a place of equanimity and can we allow more love to be present in our bodies and in our lives? It's both extremely easy and simple and also very difficult. Um, It's uh, a very, very profound and tender time on the planet right now. And this birth is happening no matter which candidate wins. The birth is happening, and it will happen in spite of any human constructs or intellectual ideas. And so we are protected in the purity of our heart resonance. We are protected when we remember who we are, when we do the things that we love, when we act loving to ourselves so that we can represent God through us, the creator through us, the universe through us with more love, more compassion, more beauty, more softness. And so this is the power of not knowing, the power of being childlike and pure, the power of letting go of belief systems. So you are not your thoughts. 
You are not the thoughts that are in your mind. You are much more than that. And you are not your belief systems. And many of your belief systems you either acquired via birth or via culture, but the truth of who you are is waiting for you inside your very own heart. And so I want to ignite this prayer for peace and for love on our planet. And as we vote, as we speak up for what we know is right and true for us, let us first ignite our being in love. And let me remind us, and I'm reminding me, of the power of meditation. And so meditators out there, days leading up to the election and after, go into meditation and share your love with the planet. Share your love. You make a powerful impact. And so we can do that. That is something that we can do. Free from beliefs, free from attachments, and we can just hold the space of loving presence to witness the unfoldment of our rebirth and our emergence from being caterpillars into the beautiful butterfly. So a little short offering this week. I hope this inspires some comfort and some awareness. And if you'd like more companionship and mentorship along your spiritual journey, you are welcome and invited to join me for my monthly subscription offering called Water Tiger. Water Tiger is a way to no way. It is a catalog and a portal of techniques that will lead you into the truth of who you are and that is through techniques water tiger is for everyone there is no spiritual hierarchy no one is more or less spiritual than another being we are all divine it is our divine birthright and if you've been feeling called now is the time to commit yourself to spiritual expansion it is the only intelligent thing to place your awareness on especially during this profound moment of transformation we will benefit greatly from the stability of these techniques so if you're interested go to juliepiat.com click on water tiger and you can read all about it um, the subscription is just $33 per month you can subscribe monthly for a 3 month period or also for a 6 month period um, every month I offer a topic from a spiritual perspective. I answer your questions and I offer a dedicated healing technique for the current times. So I hope to see you there. Come and join the tribe. Uh, and until next week, I'm sending you so much love and grace and beauty. And may love be present and expanding within, throughout, and around every single one of us. We are the ones we've been waiting for. Namaste. Namaste.